Hello and welcome back to The Drew View. In today's show, we are going to be talking about how out of hand these two groups have gotten in American culture. I'm Drew Bennett and you're listening to The Drew View. Alrighty, so the first group I want to talk about that are completely getting out of hand in our country in this culture war that we're fighting is the pro-abortion or pro-choice crew. So there are a couple reasons and a couple articles that have come out lately that have shown how completely out of hand they've gotten, but one of the biggest ones is a headline that reads, this is from a uh, left-wing news organization, it's called Raw Story, they say, New York City college professor who confronted pro-life students is fired after holding a machete to reporter's neck. So long story short, there was this pro-life group who had a table set up where they had different pictures and different exhibits, or I, I guess that's what you would call it, but they had different things essentially stating that uh, chemical abortion is bad and it can be damaging, and they were, you know, just standing there with a table, just allowing people to come up and view what they had or whatever. And this crazy left-wing lib professor comes up. Of course, she's in the arts department, so she's probably like a gender studies professor. And she comes up and she like looks at them. Oh, you are triggering my students. Oh, this is so horrible. And she takes their exhibit, throws the stuff at them everywhere, and throws a big old what looks like a two-year-old hissy fit. And then later on, a reporter. Now, this is where I think it's a little sketch. This reporter should not be at her apartment, but this reporter found out where she lived and knocked on her apartment door. And, you know, he identified himself, said who he was. And she came out cursing at him, get the F out of my door, get the F out of my door, holding a machete to his neck. Totally bizarre story, and it just shows you how incredibly, incredibly powerful this debate has become in this country, where we're getting to the point where we're, like, threatening people with violence and putting a machete up to people's necks just for reporting on something that happened earlier. I don't know if it was earlier in the week or what, but just a crazy story, and of course, I don't think the reporter should have been at her house. I think we do have to have some respect for these people, even though they have uh, no respect for anyone else. At least give them the respect and the privacy of not showing up to their house. But then again, why don't you leave the table people alone who are just sitting there trying to, you know, distribute pro-life material or show their pro-life material without throwing things at them and cursing up a storm at them because that's not getting anybody anywhere. And really, this just makes the entire pro-abortion crew look mad. Uh, look bad, sorry, and mad, I guess both. But when you look at the emotion behind it all and you look at how much people get ticked off and triggered when all of these pro-life students or these pro-life organizations gather together and put materials out to support their point of view. All of these pro-choicers or pro-abortionists, they all are like, 
uh, what are you doing? You're spewing hatred. Oh my gosh, you're horrible people. And it's like, why do you have such a big issue of us showing all of the totality of what abortion is? Why do you have such an issue with that? Unless you think that abortion's wrong and you just don't want to admit it. I think that's what it really comes down to is these people know when they see the pictures of these babies, when they see the charts of fetal development and they see all of this stuff, they know that that is a human life and they have to kind of reconcile with the fact that, okay, I have to make an argument for why I'm okay with killing that. But at the same time, it's just so morally wrong to do that the best thing that I can do is resort to violence. And the best thing that I can do to prevent these people from speaking out against it is to intimidate them, is to hold a machete up to their neck, is to throw their stuff all over the place, because that is the best argument that I have. Not to sit down and have a civil debate with somebody on a topic that is super hotly contested and is one that I think everybody is better off when we just sit down and talk about it instead of resorting to all of these violent tactics, all of these intimidation methods. These just aren't the best ways of trying to promote your point of view. When you are the one who has to throw temper tantrums and throw things and threaten people and resort to violence and be the loudest person in the room and cuss them out, you're usually not the person who has the best argument. The best argument is the person who's like, I'll wait until you're done spewing all your nonsense and having your little uh, temper tantrum ordeal. And then when you're ready to be a civil human being and have a conversation, then we can talk. I think that's one of the biggest issues is people don't want to defend their positions out loud and boldly because they are afraid that they might be wrong. And that's why I've not had anybody say, hey, I want to have a debate with you, Drew. Nobody's going to come out and say, hey, I'm going to debate you because I think that we can both learn something from it. No, they're going to say, unless you're going to change your mind and, and think that I'm right and you're wrong, I'm not going to get on and debate you, which that kind of defeats the purpose of a debate. But I do still have an open mind if anybody wants to come on. We'd love to have you on the show. We can have a civil debate where we're not going to be throwing each other's things and holding a machete up to each other's necks. We're going to have a civil conversation and be human beings about it. So let's go to the next story of this same group of people. It just shows how ridiculous they've gotten and how bad the leaders have gotten at handling this. This article reads, Michigan man gets community service for shooting anti-abortion campaigner. So a little bit of a background on this story. There was some people out protesting an amendment to the Michigan State Constitution that it was Proposal 3, I believe, that was going to make abortion legal essentially up until the moment of birth because they have an exception for health of the mother, which includes mental health, which can be gone around in these roundabout ways and can essentially allow for any abortion at any time up until the moment of birth. So that is a law that is on the books in Michigan now. Well, there was an old 
lady, an 82-year-old lady to be exact, and a 75-year-old gentleman got ticked off that she was protesting this proposal. Again, this woman was not causing any harm. She was an 82-year-old woman who just wanted to see life protected. She didn't want to cause violence. She didn't want to get shot at, but she was shot because she was standing in opposition for proposal three. Now, how on earth can somebody shoot another person because they disagree with their political views and it be okay for someone to say, you know what, you deserve community service. You don't deserve jail time. You don't deserve any sort of large fine. You just do some community service and we'll just call it even, okay? No, that's not how that works. That is not fair and equal use of the law in all cases. I mean, there are situations where we have a former president of the United States who's being investigating, investigated on bogus charges, and they're trying to throw him in jail. Yet, we have somebody who shot somebody, someone in Michigan shot another person because they disagreed with them politically, and that somehow, some way, in our sick and twisted world deserves community service while we try to lock up a former president of the United States for doing something that, at the most, at the absolute most, is a misdemeanor, not a felony. But we're trying to upcharge it to a felony, then make it like 152 million counts and throw him in jail for the rest of his life because that is the justice system that we live in today. It's absolutely ridiculous and something needs to be done about it. Now, the next group that you gotta love is the group that tries to trans the kids. The group of people that make it their life goal to make the whole world freaking transgenders because that's what we like to do. So let's start off and talk about Target. Now, we all know that Target is the store of white liberals since I mean, wokeism and the dawn of white liberals was upon us. I mean, Target has always been, always been the white lib store. And I have to say, after hearing some of the things that have come out about them, I am going to pledge to not step foot into a Target ever again. Now, I probably won't live up to that because I'm going to be like, Someone's going to drag me into that store, and then I'm going to walk in and remember why I never go into that store to begin with. But that's neither here nor there. Let's talk about targets, targeting of kids trying to trans them. So, of course, Target is getting on the corporate train. They're hopping on the corporate gay train, and they're trying to make everything pride and gay and this and that whatever it's pride month so they're going to put out all their pride collection there's a problem with that though folks they're doing it for toddlers infants newborns they have rainbow clothes and not only rainbow clothes that's one thing that okay whatever yeah you have pride clothes for infants which i think is 
and of itself a disaster. But to all of the libs out there who say, there's really nobody out there that's trying to trans the kids. That's all a red herring. And you guys are focusing on that just because you have nothing else to talk about. Nobody's actually going out and trying to tell kids you should be trans. You should act like you're a girl if you're a boy or a boy if you're a girl. Nobody's actually saying that you conservatives are crazy. You're making it all up. Well, my friends, Target disagrees because they have released some clothes that are quote unquote tuck friendly. Now, when when I first heard that, I'm like, what what are you talking about? Tuck friendly? You know, because my innocent mind didn't think that we're gonna be releasing infant clothes where there's a pocket, a, a pocket, I, I don't even, you know, I don't even know what to call this crap because what it oh guys, this makes me so irritated to even be talking about this. We're talking about kids here. Oh my gosh. Tuck friendly, okay. Women's swimsuits. Of course, not women's swimsuits. These are men's swimsuits. Well, okay, see, here's where I get into the thing. I don't know. They're designed for biological men, but they're meant to look like biological women. So, uh, I don't... I, guys, what's go what is going on with our world? Anyway, tuck-friendly women's swimsuits that allow trans women a.k.a. men, who have not had gender-affirming operations to conceal their private parts. What the actual crap. Not only are these being offered for adults, these clothing items are offered to kids, to infants, to toddlers. What is going on? Why are we doing this? We should not be transing the kids. A 10-year-old cannot legally use tobacco, use alcohol, get a tattoo, vote in elections, or consent to any sort of sexual encounter whatsoever. But somehow we're going to say, yeah, they can't do any of that, but they can decide what gender they want to be when they wake up. They can decide that they want to wear a swimsuit where they just, you know, they tuck their junk in this little pocket because that's what we do these days. Absolutely ridiculous. So they are grooming the kids. They are literally targeting the kids. There's no way that you can say that it's a red herring anymore when it's literally them out there promoting this, showing this clothing for kids. They're not even trying to hide it. They're not saying, like, it's an adult, extra, extra, extra small. No, it's youth. They're youth sizes. It's literally meant for kids. They are literally transing the kids. It's not a red herring. It's not a false narrative. It's actually happening. See, this is what these woke crazies like to do, right? They like to say, hey, you guys are nuts. This isn't actually happening. You guys are making up all these stories out of thin air. It's not actually happening. They say that about critical race theory. When people say, get critical race theory out of schools, they're like, that's not even a thing. Stop talking about it. When they say, get gender ideology out of the schools, quit transing 
the kids, they say, that's not even a thing. Quit talking about it. Okay. So when we say to remove it, why do you say, no, 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 we're not removing it, but, but it just doesn't exist. Well, if it doesn't exist, then let us remove it where it does. Or are you saying that it does exist, but your excuse for why it exists is that, well, we'll just say that it doesn't exist because we have no real defense for it. So we'll just say, hey, well, we're not actually doing that. See, wink, wink, nod, nod. But it's happening, folks. They're actually targeting your kids. It's messed up. It shouldn't happen. There should be no chance that a girl has to check the bathing suits that they buy to see if they're buying one with a tuck pocket in it. I mean, I'm not a girl, obviously, but I was old enough to remember a time when I could go pick out a bathing suit and not have to check what kind of bathing suit I'm going to be grabbing off the shelf if I'm going to be getting some girl's bathing suit that is supposed to hide my junk because that's what we do these days. Like, what the heck? Who, who is crazy enough to think of these things? And who is saying, you know what we need to do? We need to give in to the confusion of these little kids because we're not going to let kids be kids anymore. We're going to make kids fit our political agenda by saying, oh, you aren't just confused. You aren't just a kid. You're just trans. Yep. That's what it is. Stop with it. Guys, this is a hill that we all need to be willing to die on. If it's one, it's too many. Everybody says, oh, it's a red herring. It's not actually happening. Well, it is. Here's an example. Oh, well, that's only one example. I don't care. One example is too much. Until you denounce that, until you say, yeah, we probably shouldn't be getting tuck swimsuits and marketing those for little children. Until you denounce that, then we can move on and say, okay, well, maybe it's not happening. And maybe we just need to have a different conversation. But while it's still happening, while it's still going on, and while people are still buying into this crap, it's got to go. It has to go. This has to be a hill that we are willing to die on. And I'm not just talking about conservatives. I'm talking about liberals who know that men aren't women and women aren't men. While, yes, it sucks that all of your party and all of the people who you vote for think that a man can just snap his fingers and become a woman, or a woman can just snap her fingers and become a man, it doesn't work like that. You know it. I know it. We all know it. It's just, are you willing to give in to the lie? Or are you willing to say, hey, I love you enough to say that you're living under a lie and you need to stop? You need to start living truthfully. And not just truthfully in a sense of, oh, it's just who I am. It's my truth. No. How about who God made you to be? He created you in his image, not for you to sit there and go through this either mutilation of your body in order to become something you're not, or to prance around like you're a gender that God did not create you to be. And even if the God argument doesn't do it for you, 
when people say, oh, live true, be true to yourself, be true to who you really are. Um, being true to who you really are would mean being true to the body that you were born with. That's who you really are. So enough of the nonsense. We all can see right through it. We can call it for what it is. Let's stop trying to act like all of this is okay. And all of this is not just a big pile of garbage that's politically motivated and that is done to try and get more votes for Democrats. There's no other reason that these people would try and market this to young kids. But if you have these young kids growing up confused already because they're kids and you're feeding into that confusion by saying, oh, well, you can be whatever gender you want to be, and then uh, peace is whatever you want it to be, and two plus two is whatever you want it to be, and then you have George Orwell's 1984. And by the time you have these people so confused, so backwards in their way of thinking, then yeah, they are going to support you, because you are backwards in your way of thinking. It's just crazy to me that people can't see through it. Yes, the Democratic voters and the Democratic politicians want to get more people voting for them, but we can't let them do that in a way that confuses our children into believing in a lie. Because I remember a lot of times in history where people were tricked into believing in a lie and it never really turned out good for them. The people who tricked them weren't usually the most upstanding individuals. Stop coming after our kids. Stop pushing this nonsense that you don't even believe yourself to be true. And stop with all the foolishness. It has gone way, way, way too far. Alrighty, folks. Well, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Thank you guys for sticking around until the end. I'm going to do my closing prayer now. Dear Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for this day that you've given us, another day for me to come on and talk to my listeners. Father, I just ask that the words I say be a reflection of you to those who listen. And Lord, I just ask that you be with these kids, these kids who are being confused, these kids who are being taught to despise what you created them to be. Father, just let them embrace themselves the way that you created them not in the way that the world tells them they should live or they should be. Father, we live in crazy times with people pushing murder to innocent babies and becoming violent when others do not conform to those wishes. And we also live in a time where we have people pushing evil on our children. And while it's easy to make these things political and just write them off as political. They aren't just political, they're evil. They are evil. So I just ask that you help our society and our country get through these times when we're embracing some of these evil, evil atrocities. And I just ask you be with us, be with our country, be with our leaders, give them wisdom where they desperately need it. We love you, Lord. And in your name we pray. Amen.
Thank you guys for sticking around until the end of another episode. I can't wait to see you guys back here for another episode tomorrow to round out the week. But until then, stay blessed.